At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. Good morning, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Um, the market is something, right? It can't make up its mind. It's up, it's down, it's up, it's down, it's up, it's down. We got a lot going on today. We are going to talk about um, that very pattern or lack thereof. We're going to talk about a very interesting close yesterday. We picked a, a tough day to not do not the close show because there's a lot going on into the close. Um, a lot of interesting forces at work here. On the show today, we have earnings, we have some Fed speak, we have some lockup expirations. We'll talk about that. We have some rebalancing. Talk about all of that coming up right now on pre market prep. This is pre market prep with Joel Conan, Dennis Dick, and Spencer Israel. Good morning, Mr. Elkanen. How you doing? Uh, Dennis Dick is um, functional, but it appears he doesn't have internet this morning, is what he has texted us. Joel, I don't know if you know more than that, but that's the text that, that we got. Uh, he got up at four in the morning to trade. He was trading. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. These kind of, when you have these kind of actions on the close, he probably had. 847 positions. So he, yeah. he got up. He was trading. Uh, internet goes down. He what calls time? Rogers. Yeah. Spends 45 minutes with them. The, the person told him it's their problem. The, his problem. It's on yeah. his end. And he's like, no, 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 no. He hangs up. He calls back. He gets a, calls another person. They go, oh, it's on our end. So he still doesn't have internet. That was that he was, still I, doesn't have internet. I don't know if he's trying to trade off his. I, I, well, I don't even know he can't trade off his iPad if he doesn't have internet. I don't know if he has Wi-Fi uh, or why, if he has a da- uh, data. I don't know. But um, yeah. So Dennis will join us if and when he gets internet today. I, I don't know if that'll happen, but it doesn't matter because we got a lot to talk about on the show. Um, as I said, earnings rebalancing. Um, uh, lockup expirations, a ton going on. Yesterday was a very, very interesting day for the markets. But first, Joel, let's recap the let's overnight run things session. down. Let's okay, go through, go through the overnight session, and then we'll talk huh. about yesterday. I mean, I, I mean, the day might be over. I mean, holy mackerel! Uh, you see the the big spike down. This is on the close here. Made a new low on the close, right? And then just bounce right back. So that artificially depressed close is 66 and a quarter. Man, oh, man, I wish we would have seen that in the pre-market trade. Got to 71.50, turned around. We hit 46.28.75. If I had, I said if I had something up there for you, I'd be lying. Uh, yesterday's interday high is up at 44 and a quarter. Uh, crude bouncing back up 233 at 68.51. That's helping your 
your energy sector. Uh, gold trying to get over 1800 but we're struggling again. Uh, got over it yesterday, but couldn't close above it. Up 11 bucks. Silver up a dime at 22.91. Bitcoin, Bitcoin futures are down a buck 30. Got a little trading range between 55 and 60. Ethereum, the crypto that doesn't stop. Heading back for the all-time high, up $35.25 at 4726.75. Folks, those are the futures I quote. So I know, I mean, I don't know if anyone calls me out because it's different than the cash market, but I like to I like to look at the futures because the day doesn't end at eleven fifty-nine fifty-nine. It ends at five o'clock. That's that's true. Um, all right, so that was the overnight session. But now let's talk a little bit about yesterday, Joel. It was um um <laughs> it was it was a down day. Uh basically everything in the red with one notable impossible to ignore exception. And if anyone knows any reason why Apple was higher yesterday against the moving against trend against the entire market. Please let me know because I don't know. Joel doesn't know. There may not even be a reason. But what is up with Apple here? It's not the Apple cloth. I don't even know. You you, you keep saying that. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> you don't know what that is. I bet you our chat does. It's a it's a it's a polishing car. It's a polishing thing that they get. No, I'm just I'm oh. searching. I'm searching everywhere. This thing was just an absolute beast yesterday. I guess you said something about iPhone. Um, yeah, I mean, there was a couple headlines about like iPad sales in Europe and like i iPhone sales in China, but like for Apple to move, like what was oh. it up? Yesterday? What was it up yesterday? Three percent. Up again this morning. So it's, it's, I, it, yeah, Nick says because he doesn't own it. I I don't know. I mean, it's just like when's the last time Joel we saw like every major tech stock, not just that, basically the entire market almost trade down. And Apple moved that hard against it. it I, 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 I I don't know. I, I don't know. It, maybe we'll get some, I don't know, maybe we'll get some news today. I mean, people are talking about rotation, you know, maybe just, you know, uh, getting out of the, you know, getting out of everything and everyone rotating to Apple. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's uh, above, we're above our, we're gapping above our all-time high here. Uh, so t- we're up 290. The former all-time high was 165.70. That's going to be support. If you ever thought uh, that would be crazy. Pre-market high is uh, 68.65. I don't know, 170 on the mind. I mean, I, I really, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. It's just an incredible move and it was pretty much strong from the open, but uh, we should probably, um, let it be known that I've uh, officially changed. Uh, it's not Pump and Paul anymore. I've um, officially changed my nickname for him. Okay. Okay. Pessimistic Powell. Pessimistic. Yes. Do you know what he did to the market yesterday with one statement? I, was, I don't ever seen one statement. I was watching one word. Yeah. Wreck the market like that guy did. What? This is it. When he said. The market was chopping around, we're up or down, we're up, down. But when he said inflation, retire the word transitory, that was it. Katie, bar the door. I mean, if you want to look at the exact time, it was on the uh, 11 o'clock bar. 
And everybody, that was just every algo in the world hit that market. And that was the bar that you had right there. And, um, you know, a lot of other things went on during the day. But uh, if you ask me, I yeah. mean, that 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 was it. No longer transitory. Supply chain is not uh, easing. We're going to have to meet tomorrow to raise interest rates, uh, <laughs> you know. I don't know. I'm surprised he didn't didn't announce like a half point hike right on, you know, right to the Senate committee right there. I mean, that was that was unprecedented. But uh, yeah, that, that's what it's also interesting, Joel, um, you know, that he said that he said, hey, OK, we're, we're, we're going to stop using the word transitory. We're going to retire that word. Um, and he said that when he said that a week after. He got renominated. <laughs> it's like as soon as he knew his job was secure. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. Um, no, obviously he like he's got in like a basically impossible job. But like that they've they've kind of screwed the pooch on this one. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, definitely. So <laughs> I, I feel like it would have been better if they had just come out and said like, yeah, this might suck. We don't. This is gonna suck. We don't know how long. But but they they like tied themselves to the to this whole transitory temporary thing, and now they're telling us no, never mind. It could go on for a while. It's like, dude, dude, people feel like we we haven't seen this kind of inflation since when? It's been like twenty years, thirty years. I mean, they kind of screwed the pooch on this one. I feel like um, they uh, also uh, he said pers- uh uh, inflation persistent into uh, late 2022, which is a was it which is was a big change. So, uh, yeah. So that's Fantastic. what that yeah, that's but, what that's what uh, that that's what rocked us. And then wow, what a close! A close of closes. Yeah. So what see. a great day to um, Emily uh, need me to take her to the airport. That's all so, I have to say. So let's talk about that, Joe, because we had an eight billion dollar sell imbalance into the close. Uh, yesterday, but that is not the only factor that that caused moving because we also had the semi-annual and and my fault for not even realizing this. Uh, we had the semi-annual MSCI index rebalance. This happens twice a year, and that caused a number of crazy moves yeah. into the close yesterday. Not not in everything. Like it's not like every stock being added went higher and every stock being removed went lower. But it did cause some action. So SoFi, for example, you have them on the screen. SoFi uh, was added to the MSCI Americas Index as of yesterday's close slash today's open. Um, that one did move a little bit, but and that was sort of that that actually was, was one of the bigger ones. But if you look at just like the volume bars at some of these stocks that, that we'll, we'll tell you about at the close yesterday, an insane amount of volume at well at, at the closing print. I don't, I don't, I mean, they have to do it. They have to get the closing print. I mean, this one was at, I mean, it, they're so tricky to play. This one was added and it went down. So what that means is that the indexes that it was coming out of, they had to sell more than they did to participate in the new index. But once again, suit, I mean, I got a 15 minute chart up there on top. It dropped. And then, you know, you put your orders out there, immediate rebound. Uh, what are what are some of the other ones? Uh, ENTG is an, and this one actually did did move um, off it. ENTG, uh, Integris, um, 
that one that one actually moved pretty yeah smooth. there's two okay. ways you I, could I, again and again that's being added you know these wow. stocks being added to and for those people who don't know what we're talking about um index companies like msci like s&p uh they, you know they they create these these indexes basically these measuring sticks these groups um that include certain stocks right so the the S&P 500 is your top 500 stocks in the U.S., for example, right? Um, and they have to update these indexes every so often. It could be quarterly. It could be uh, semi-annually. It could be once a year. Um, MS- MSCI, which is, I don't know, the second, third largest index provider in the world, up the, updates their indexes every year, twice a year. Um, and so what, what that means is if you are a fund manager that has a fund, that tracks one of these indexes that is now changing, you have to make changes in your fund so that you are doing what you say, which is copy what the fund is. So if the index is changing, your fund has to change, and the index change is reflected as of yesterday's close, which means if you have one of these funds, if you're the manager, you have to go and buy the stocks that they're adding and sell the stocks that they're deleting, and it can create some funky movement. Uh, especially into the close, like ENTG yesterday, you can see that chart. Pull it back up there, um, and that was added, right? And that was added, right? That's what I'm saying. So it can it can do some weird stuff. Is is my point, right? And what it is is it's uh, and the reason you see something like this with the ENTG is because whatever it was coming out of, they had to sell more than they had to buy to you know to go into right. the MSCI. Um, I don't play these a lot. Triple D does, and what he what he does with these stocks is he won't chase the imbalance because this way, you know, if you were chasing the buy imbalance, right, and you were buying it into the close, you you got absolutely railroaded. What he likes to do is he likes to see what the reaction is, right? He likes to fade whatever the imbalance is. So I don't know. This is a pretty thin one. I don't know if he traded this one or not, uh, but he would be there, you know, trying to, you know, be a buyer. He, whatever the imbalance is, the thing is to fade it. But the way these things are, you know, and coming in and out of the indexes, it used to be a lot more straightforward. If it was being added, it popped up. If it was being taken out, but now, now with the, um, you know, with all the different indexes and ETFs and everything, and there's people that just that's all they do is study this stuff for six months yep. ahead of time. Uh, but what else? What else do we have besides ENTG? Um, and, and but again, the thing is, though, like a lot of them didn't really even move off it. ENTG was a big one, but you had uh, Lucid. LCID being added to the, and these are these are stocks being added to the MSCI USA index. Okay, which is a pretty widely followed index. Um, um, uh, Lucid, but didn't, didn't really move. Affirm being added, kind of moved a little bit into into the close, a little bit, right? Um, yeah. Coinbase being added, uh, not really, right? Uh, Nuance, N U A N. Uh, if you look at that close, that had a couple two. Very interesting candles there. Jeez, bad. Yeah. yeah, but that yeah. was a little bit. Uh, and, little and, bit and that's also range. a stock that's being taken over. So like, it's yeah, not, that our herbs are like scratching right. their head on right, that right, one. Right, right, And then you had like Zoom Info ZI, which dipped into the close, being oh, added. Yeah. Right. Ooh, uh, tricky. Yeah, very, very. And then you know, Upstart, same story. Basically, all the stocks being added to the to the MSCI USA index yesterday. 
dipped into the clothes. Go figure. Um, it's not always that cut and dry, uh, but and yeah, very difficult to play. Um, well, I also I just want to talk just real quick about um, you know, the S and P's here, yeah. and you know what it did like on the close. Um, let's see. Let's go back to uh, four o'clock yesterday. I mean, here you are, fifteen minutes. I don't know how much that happened, but they just. Last couple of minutes, they pounded. They made a new low for the session. There's probably some selling balances and on big stocks. Within within seconds of the mark, it was ten handles higher. And then by the time they uh, wrap things up for the uh, at uh, at five p.m., that's why I call it the L A H P, the last after hours print. That was at eighty five eighty. That was twenty pounds. If you were selling into that close in the spoos, you're like, "Oh, there's the weakest close ever. We're going to be down a hundred tomorrow." Holy mackerel! Before you could even cart it up, the thing was ten handles and then twenty handles against you, and now it's almost sixty handles against you. So, wow, what a what a, what a fade on the close! Unbelievable price yeah. action. Yep. Uh, all right, so let, let, we got a lot of earnings here. So let's, let's go. Let's move on to the earnings parade. Uh, let's start with Salesforce. This is the big one overnight. Um, someone in the chat was just asking, like, Salesforce, great quarter, and it opened oh. down. What's going on? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the story here, right? Is it? <laughs> unfortunately, it's not always as simple as, oh, earnings beat, stock up, earnings miss, stock down. In this case, Salesforce did report a good quarter. Their EPS came in well above estimates. Their sales came in uh, above estimates. They they gave a lot of guidance, right? Uh, they raised their revenue guidance for fiscal year 22. Um, and, and even though it was a raise, it was still in line. It was a smidge above estimates there. They gave uh, some Q4 guidance that was... Like, okay, it was basically in line, if not maybe a smidge on the light side. They gave Q4 sales and a Q4 EPS guidance that was fine. Like, not, like, bad, but 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 fine. And they even gave uh, sales guidance for fiscal year 23. Wow, how yeah. the heck do they know that far out? That's a great question, Joel. Um, you know, on the one hand, you have a company like Peloton saying, we have basically – no idea what's happening with our business because the supply chain is so screwed up. On, on the other hand, you have Salesforce saying, oh, yeah, we're going to give you sales guidance going out two years, not not one year. Well, but- I mean, I guess that they have contracts with people, right? Sure, sure. I yeah. mean, I guess so, you can base it on that. So the bottom line here is if you stack up Salesforce against uh, their a lot of their peers, this report did not knock anyone's socks off, which is, you know, one explanation for why it's trading down this morning um the make no mistake this is not a bad report it just wasn't like knock your socks off amazing either you know so uh i'm not gonna go i'm i'm, I'm just gonna go long term here on this one yeah. the big move yesterday right street leading the right way into the port really since uh the whole month of november if i wanted to buy this stock and it if i if I wanted to, or if I was short, I think I I would hold out for uh for two two sixty thirty seven. And the reason is is that you had a big gap up day. You're actually at the top of that gap. You snuck below it a little bit, but I don't know. A lot of downward momentum here. Is this thing going to turn right back and go to two ninety five? Yeah, it could. Uh, but I'd wait for this gap fill, the consolidation. And maybe a little turn. That's what I'm looking at. I don't. I mean, right. right now though, there's not a super. I mean, they're not. You know, there's a patient. But right now, there's a patient buyer at 265. Yeah, they might be buying more at 260. But I'm looking for a gap filled today. Next couple of days, 260, 260, 36 is the exact gap fill on that. 
All right, and then compare uh, uh, Salesforce to a stock like Box, B-O-X, which had earnings last night, also a, uh, a cloud play. Their earnings per share beat for last quarter. Their sales beat for last quarter. Their guidance for the current quarter beat. Their sales for the guidance for the current quarter beat. Their guidance for the fiscal year beat. Their gu- their, um, for EPS and for sales. And on top of that, they announced a, uh, or they increased their buyback to $700 million. So basically, they beat across the board and did a buy and uh, raised their buyback. And, um, you know, the market likes that. So, you know, uh, and, and of course, Box has not been nearly as strong as Salesforce. Right. Salesforce oh, yeah. has been a massive uptrend. Box, not so much. So, you know, hmm. what were expectations, perhaps? Well, if you were trading this in a pre market, I mean, it spiked lower, but then it came back up through uh, this area, quad top. You guys know how I like my multiple highs and lows of the same area. So if you feel like you miss this one, you want to be patient, maybe wait for it to come back down to 2450. Uh, I'll call it 2440. I had four highs in a row, old resistance, uh, new support. Can't make it any easier than that. Uh, haven't quite got to 26 yet. Sure looks like it might give it a try. So I would look at uh, 2585. If you want to target here, what's the pre-market high? Pre-market high, 25.90. There's a good level for you. If you want to blow through 26, if it has the mojo to go through 26, there's a lot of people waiting to get their money back. On uh, November 17th, this thing uh, peaked at 26.38, closed the day at 25.75, and has not seen that level ever since. So see if you can take out the pre-market high. If you're looking for more, 26.38. Good for you after that. I don't know. You're on your own. Coming back on the downside. Be waiting for that. 2440, 2450 if I'm being patient. I'm not chasing it, though, up 214. Here's one that uh, probably had a high bar because it's been a, it's had a massive year. Amberella. Um, oh, yeah. Stock's been on a freaking tear, and it's still going. Oh! <laughs> I know, right? So the earnings uh, last night for Amba, $0.57 cents per share versus a $0.49 cent estimate. Sales of 92 versus $90 million. The guided Q4 sales uh, above estimates as well. Um, I mean, yeah, it, it, I, I, I wouldn't have seen I, – I wouldn't have seen this one coming because, again, it's already had a massive year, massive run this year uh, into, you know, if not for the past – few weeks but it you know or past month but definitely like you know through the entire fall really um yeah just a massive massive year and a good quarter and 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 a beat and uh a raise and uh we're up now to two what 207 this morning all right spencer i know you know the answer to this all time high no, no, no. No, you can look on the chart to get that's. This has got to be an all-time high. Yeah, uh, but yeah. uh, let's see if Money Mitch knows or anybody in the chat. What what one company was yeah. this one tied to when it oh. made an amazing run? Spencer, I told you not to answer. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not anymore though. It hasn't been for not anymore. Heck no, not anymore. Come on, chat. Someone yeah. should know this. If there, not, then yeah, they're probably a bunch of you. There, there was a stock that Amba was like married to, like married for, to for for a while there. Mitch, Mitch is pick raising me, his pick hand. Me in the back of the class. All right, money. Mitch, back. Go ahead, Mitch. Uh, I'll tell you why. Because I actually traded it back when I was in college, learning about what underlining asset, and it was GoPro. I was yeah, looking for bro. the chip in the GoPro. And I said, what's behind the chip? Amberella. 
and it looks like that relationship split. Let's take a let's take a look at GoPro here. Uh, GoPro, ah, ten bucks. Spend that forever. Yeah, no, good call. I mean, that's one thing. You know, uh, at our second uh, educational event, we talked about um, you know relationships. Well, it's good to know the relationship. Uh, but when the relationship stops working, you got to know what to do. Um, also, I just want to thank everyone that's been signing up for the event. It's been absolutely crazy. Um, you guys are getting the word on that using BZ10 as a, uh, as a sign up. Go to premarketprep.com for that. But Amberilla, I mean, I, how many times have you seen stocks like this? 213.44 is a pre market high, and you think this can't go any higher. And then it does. Yeah. So, you know, if I had, I have no position. If I had 500 shares, I'd, I'd have a hundred shares out of 213.44 to see if they take me. We back six bucks off that. So if you don't get taken, I know Dennis said you don't like to put your orders out there, but I, you know, Hey, this is trading at 207. If someone wants to lift me at 213, I'd even go cheap. I'd go to 213.40. See if you get taken out. This is one of those situations where if you don't get to the pre-market high, I can't give you support. I mean, you can look at you know a couple of these trades here. To, I mean, it could get crazy. This thing could go to 200, go to 195 and turn back. So that's the only number I'm giving you one on this one is 213.44. I don't think it's a heavily traded option stock. Um, uh, I don't have that platform up. But, you know, if someone has the 185 calls, you know, they took a flyer, 200 calls were probably still expensive. They can lock in their profit right now here at 207 and have a free look at the downside. So a lot of dynamics going on for AMBA, pre-market high, 213.44. Who are their peers? I mean, I don't even this. I don't really follow this. Oh, Amberella. Well, yeah, that's a tough one. What does Pro say? I'll, I'll tell you right now. Pro says uh, chip stocks, basically all of them. Chips. Yep. So think of your chip stocks. You know, think your your TSM, your Broadcom, your Intel, your Corvo, your On, your Xilinx, your ADI, okay. Micron, AMD, all those names. Well, we don't um, we don't need to look at those charts. Uh, oh. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and then <laughs> there are more though. If you want to look at Zscaler, uh, common theme here um, in, in all these uh, names that, that that are higher this morning uh, off earnings is they they posted not just above estimates, but they posted year over year gains. Right, year over year. We know that for some companies, year over year comparison is worthless because last year was so messed up. But for a lot of companies that had good years last year, and you can po- if you can post gains off that. That that's telling, and that's what Zscaler did did here uh, yesterday. Uh, there, so yeah, their EPS uh, beat, um, and again, up year over year, sales um, up year over year. Uh, they they uh, yeah, I mean, it's just you know, it, it was a good report basically for Zscaler. All time climbing the pre market high. You just hit that. You really haven't backed off uh, three seventy. Uh, excuse me, three seventy two seventy two. Uh, that is the high in the pre-market trading all-time high. If you want that, if you want a little more meat on the bone, 76.11, that'd be another target on the upside. If you're a little bit of a longer term player and you're saying, Hey boy, I sure wish I would have sold this at the old time closing high 368.68. Uh, keep an eye on that. If you want to get out at the mark, cause it, the highest mark you've ever got on your statement. Cause after it hit that, 
uh, three days later, it traded down to 28.48. So uh, sell off, not a, you know, quiet day yesterday, rebounding back towards all time high. You have to respect that. Um, yeah. And then just wrapping up the earnings here, because we had a couple more, nothing too notable just in the way of movement this morning we had global foundries gfs which is a, a new one recent ipo it's not gordon food service it's not recent ipo but a huge company uh their earnings oh i just have them up on the screen here gfs uh you know up year over year eps and sales um you know stock up stock higher but but quiet and then uh hpe right HPE had earnings uh, last night. This one, again, Value Tech. How, how many times have we talked about, oh, all tech except for Value Tech? HPE is, uh, you know, the earnings were good. Frankly, their EPS was higher. Their sales were lower. It was a mixed report. Uh, and they gave guidance for the quarter that was a little bit light. And um, the market does not care about Value Tech, though. So Another, uh, another uh, quiz for the chat. Yeah. I, don't even, I don't even know if Mitch is going to know this one. Okay. The old symbol. Uh, wait, but you, you you mean you mean pre-split? Yep. Um, no pre-split, like when it was like uh um no because like, uh, now it's because there's two symbols now it's HPQ and HPE right and come HPQ. on it was an easy one yeah HPQ it was HPQ right it was no nope long time ago shoot um oh gosh I don't know. Come on, Bill oh, BG. Oh, it's not HP, guys. HP is a, di- a different company. Um, I don't know, Joe. <laughs> I don't know. Come on, it's a little oh, difficult. Wait, wait a minute. Not Compaq. Come wait on. I was going to say that's a, that's also a different company. Compaq. It's come on. What are running running out? HPQ. HPQ. Wait, I said that, that. That's what I said. No, you said HPW. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I said HP because HPQ is still around. HW, I'm sorry, you confused me. HWP. Oh, yeah. All right, that's way before my time. Fine. All okay. right, this you one is a dead money stock. Thirteen yeah. to sixteen, it yeah. has to hold fourteen and a half. That's All what right. I'm asking. Okay, that's what they want. dead money. Um, it is eight thirty, Joel, and we somehow have not even talked about um any new COVID variants. So I don't know if that's telling or not, um, or if that's just one more thing to confuse the market. Um, you know, I'm a little disappointed in uh, in uh, Jerry too. I mean, because you know he t- he you know he says all these different things, and then Jerry, Jerry, yeah, <laughs> because Jerry. he he says all these different Uncle things. Jerry. You know, yeah. okay, transitory. But you know, how can he say that that already that this like uh, you know variant is going to have an impact on the economy and the supply chains? I mean, the doctors don't know, and he's saying that he knows. So I, that was that was a part of his statement yeah. that uh, you know I don't see a dr in front of his name. So I, I don't know how he can say that, but yeah. uh, I don't know what it's it's what we hear any news on that overnight? Any more I cases? Mean- Oh, yeah. There's- We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming, I wish I'd used Indeed. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility all at Indeed.com P-R-E-P. Just go to Indeed.com P-R-E-P right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com P-R-E-P. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. So the problem is, like, <laughs> the scientific community can't even really agree because, again, they don't really know because it's so new. So if they don't really know, then, like, we don't really know, then nobody really knows, and that creates chaos. And that creates a situation here where we have, like, this morning, for example, everything is basically trading higher, right? Um, and that's how that's how it was yesterday before Jerome Powell got up and, and raised his hand. Um, so you get these weird situations where it's like, we're up, we're down, we're up, we're down. We don't really know what's going on. Um, and there's too many things to worry about. And that creates confusion. Um, do you so, want to go on any of these, um, any of these, uh, well, there is, there was a stock. Oh, wait a minute. What happened to it? It was the biggest gainer of the morning when I checked like in two, in two hours ago. I don't even, I don't even see it on my thing now. What, where'd it go? There was a stock that was up huge. Uh, they said that their treatment was like effective against um, or could be effective against Omicron. <laughs> I don't even see it on my movers tool now. So, yeah, uh, be careful the way you pronounce it, because I guess we have a bunch of linguists in the chat. And if we pronounce something wrong that they like they're all over us. I don't know if they're robots or or what but don't don't pronounce that thing wrong What's you'll that, just get not you i don't know if you oh. pronounce i'm not, i'm afraid to even say what the the do variant is the way everyone's jumping on you right. was it op no ocean pal no that's a little floater i don't even i don't know okay okay so if you I find it let me know what it may have been it, no that wasn't it either forget it i don't know um Okay, uh, let's move on here. We have a few more things I want to get to, and then we'll do some ticker time at the end of the show, I promise. We, we had a great guest today, a really fun guest, but unfortunately he had to cancel yesterday, late yesterday, so we don't have a guest today. But, uh, Joel, I hope we can get him on because it was – We it, will. We will. Don't, it was, don't it was gonna give gonna it away. One. It was going to be a it fun It would have been a fun one too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let's move on here to, to EVs. You know, uh, It's a new month, which means we got some data out from the Chinese EV manufacturers here. Uh, this morning, I'll run through the list right now. So we have Neo, um, Lee, and XPEV. Uh, we'll start with LI because I think that's your biggest gainer this morning. Ticker LI, yeah, it is. Um, and they gave some. I'll, I'll give you their data here Ooh, for nice. November. For November, they delivered about thirteen and a half th- uh, thousand uh, d- uh, vehicles, which was almost double in October. Uh, it was almost double October. How many? It was double. It was ten. You said they doubled it. Yeah, they delivered thirteen thousand four hundred eighty. Wow! About, that's about double. Yeah. Um, and 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 they projected they projected for the whole quarter thirty one thousand deliveries for Q four. Wow, um, so hey, double month over month, it, it, you know, ain't nothing. Uh, Neo up 
Well, uh, let's just real quick. You got to pop the 38. <laughs> People were waiting for the breakout at 36. There were a couple highs there at 36. So I'll say, okay, use 38 as a target on the old, on the upside. Uh, if you're looking to, um, if you're looking for more, then you have a monthly high above that. Uh, at where was that other monthly high? It was in the 38 handle. No. There it is. Oh, no, 39.35. If you get through 38, which I'm a little skeptical about, next monthly high is 39.35. Uh, if you if you want to short this off the open, you're looking for it to come in. Uh, there are probably a lot of people that sold it at 35.90, area uh, that would like to get their money back. Doesn't hold 36. I expect to give some of this uh, move back. We have NEO, uh, which is, again, up this morning, and they reported – um, a little under eleven thousand. It was ten thousand eight hundred seventy-eight deliveries last uh, last month. That number was up about two hundred percent from the prior month. A lot of that, a lot of that is due to um, chip shortages, though, right? I mean, like I, I know you're scoffing, Joel, but you know the, these are companies that are in their early days. So yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. So, but again, so 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 Neo reported pretty also strong month over month and strong year over year. That that ten thousand delivery. Uh, figure is up is basically double what it was last year. So um, for for the month of November, um, so hey, they they seem like they're coming out of whatever auto supply chip shortage there there was um, because they seem like they're back on pace here. Pop over forty one. If you had uh, if you were trying to sell at forty one, you got done forty one twenty four. Uh, you were over 41 yesterday. You went to 41.42. That that'd be some targets for me. Uh, above that, you're looking above 42. But you know this this kind of price set. I mean this this is tough price action here. I mean I don't know how you're trading it if you're a good scalper, but I don't know maybe uh maybe when I, when you get these kind of um I mean I can't even draw a good well a good range on this thing because it just Chops, so yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna leave this. I'll leave this right. one to the experts. All right, and then if if we're talking month over month growth rates, XPEV had the smallest of the three. Uh, they delivered uh fifteen thousand six hundred thirteen cars uh in November. That represents about a fifty four percent increase from October. Um, though again, it was up substantially year over year. But other three. Of of Lee Neo uh, Xpeng Xpeng had the smallest month over month increase in production. Why does it? Why does it? Um. Why does it China pick on these stocks? Um. Well, I think they've got a stake. I think that the government has a stake in Neo, right? Um. They're not going to let that one fail. Um. That's a good question, Joel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> really good question. Pre market high fifty seven seventy nine a buck away. Why can't? Why not? Why not hit that? Uh, if you're really, really super bullish, this is the move of moves. Next monthly high comes in at sixty. Uh, top of yesterday's range, you can use as support. Wow, street for a pretty bad day. They were looking for some good numbers here. Fifty five forty. That was the top of yesterday's range. You can easily see that, but. I mean, do you take like we, we should like how many of these companies like a, a year from now when when we're doing the show on um, international satellite? Um, like, how many of these companies are going to be around in a year or two? I mean, I, I just that's the only way I look at it. Who who are the well, winners going to be? Well, the the three we just went through will will probably be around in a year or two. There there are only four 
right companies doing EVs in China. It's those three and Tesla, as, as far as I know. Right. Okay. So um, now in the U.S., there's like there's 50. Right. They they won't all be around in a year, for okay. sure. But in China, there's there's way less competition, which I guess bodes well. Um, plus, the Neo is is like attacking the high end of the market, right? Like Xpeng is like the low end of the market, uh, or vice versa, because I can't keep them straight. But um, you know, they they've all been around now for several years, and it's not, it's not as if they're in massive like you know massive like all time okay. lows, right? So whatever. Uh, and then on the EV front, just um, on the U.S. side, keep an eye on Ford here because Ford uh, is supposed to give an update on their EV stuff um timeline uh, i think on the friday there i know we got a lot a lot of people like forge in here yeah and what i just have to say is as long as this thing stays above 19 bucks i'm extremely bullish that's a level what you hit yesterday uh, you hit you hit 1903 you bounced up to close at 1916 uh, so there holds nine under 19. Then it, it gets, I'm not going to worry about this low right here at 1872, but under 19, that's just a lot of air for Ford. So 19, good to go. Uh, GM, I saw, man, that thing got whacked or I did DM direct, direct message, but let's do GM. That thing got whacked. Ugh, I don't know. Maybe come down 5891 up a buck four. Maybe I buy it at 56 on the way down because I missed it on the way up when I had these three highs right here and then busted through it. That was a nice move. So GM coming back down after making a new all-time high. All right. Uh, and then one more thing I had, and then we can do some ticker time, uh, um, is I just want to put Robin Hood on everyone's radar. The Hood. The Hood. Uh, the Hood has... A big time lockup, their last lockup expiration today. As of today, every single share held by insiders at the time of the IPO is eligible for trading for selling. Uh, I think I saw like half a half a billion shares uh, are, the, it, are, are getting unlocked today. But so, that doesn't mean anybody's selling one share. It does not so. mean anyone is selling or has to sell. It just means they can sell if they want to. I'd be careful on this one. I would be careful on this one. I'll say two things. One, if this doesn't have an update today after the release of the lockup, then I don't I don't want to give any price targets on the downside. Uh-huh. If it if like if it if it goes down and gets killed again today and the insiders are bailing at this level. I don't. I don't know where this thing's going. I mean, you know what I'm going to say about this one. The fifth day of uh, that it's trading. I don't know how did they get to sell so early. Did we examine that? Why did these people? Because it was it a direct listing or what was it? Why did they get to sell five days afterwards? Wait, was it a direct listing? I'm. I'm no, I don't. There was I, something. I, I, Why I, could I, they I, sell I, like that? Uh. I have to Google it. No, I don't think no. It was same not. thing. You know what? And and uh, man, that was that was a tip. Same thing happened. I don't know. People don't want to hear about GoPro, uh, but back when this thing made its all time high, somehow yeah. J.P. Morgan let the owner, like a big shareholder, like do a sale. Um, and it was before the lockup period. I can't. I think I wrote an article about it maybe a hundred years ago on Seeking uh-huh. Alpha. But it was like they and and that stock never saw the light of day after that. 
I think what was their names? The people. Wait, that oh, wait, Tokyo. Yeah, this happened. Oh. I think you were still at Maryland, Spencer, when this happened. <laughs> what year did you graduate, Maryland? Two thousand thirteen. Uh, it was after that. I don't know where were you working at Macy's because it it Joel, was. Joel, who can say? I, it, I, I I've had, I've been all over the world and back again. The world. The world. Where have you worked outside the U.S.? Uh, nowhere yet. Okay. Um, all right. Robinhood's IPO price, for those wondering, is $38 a share. So we're oh, obviously we're thirty three and a quarter. Yeah, we'll see what happens today. I mean, if you if you're short this thing and you're looking for a big lockup, you know, sell on the open you know, on the open, you better get it on the open. Uh double bottom right now as we speak, twenty-five seventy-five, twenty-five eighty-one, but you could have said, wow, look at this supported 34. Boom. Oh, look at this supported 32. Boom. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see if uh, what a what a horrible performance, man, off the IPL. That got reddited, right? Ran up and just wow. came right back down. Yeah, it's yeah. The the, the timing of of co- of the Coinbase and the Robinhood IPOs, they they were coming off like the best quarters of their lives. At, not that they could have nice known time. that was going to happen. They couldn't have known that was going to happen, but that's how it happened. Um, and it, yeah, it, it's just so interesting. Down seven cents, not going much, not doing much in the pre-market. I mean, you had a week, you know, a week tape ahead of it, and then you know, and then the lock up. So pretty big expiration. I bet you those people that sold at what sixty sixty five are whistling Dixie after uh, seeing this in the twenty handle. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people in the chat have feelings about uh, the stock. <laughs> so we'll uh, leave it at that. Um, okay, so it is 8.45 here. We've got 15 minutes. I've basically covered the extent of all the things I want to discuss today. There is a few more things. like We have some, earn- we have some big earnings tonight, but we can cover that out on the At The Close Show. How about Twitter? Uh, about Kathy? Yeah, yeah, she's never frowning because she's averaging downing. Uh, Wait, I, I, is this her first plunge into this? No, no. Are you sure? Um, let me check. Okay, I don't know. Let me check. Let me check. I I would be stunned if uh, yesterday was her. She. Because I don't won. remember her. I don't follow it like the way you guys do. But seems to me I haven't heard Let's Kathy. See, she she bought one point one one million Twitter shares yesterday. Um, that is not her first buy. No. Heck no. No. I had a theory on this yesterday, and uh, Triple D shot me down on it. So yeah. I'm just gonna keep it to myself for now. Okay, okay. The um, reason Jack's gone, but I'll, oh we'll, gosh, we'll uh, discuss it. We'll discuss it later. You know what? We should keep an eye on Twitter for the the next few weeks because, so you know, it, it's not all. You know, obviously it, it popped off the the, the headline of Jack leaving, <laughs> but like sometimes these these catalysts take longer to play out. And very and can be the, the you know the the catalyst that changes trend. I'm not saying it is it's going to be, but like keep it. I'm not going to forget about this one for the rest of the can year. Can you believe this thing traded fifty three bucks, fifty three twenty? Pretty wild, right? On that fifty three twenty, someone bought that up too. I, I and and because Jack was resigning, and then and then the street told you what they wanted to do. The street told you what they wanted to do with this news because after it hit 53.20, let's go back here. I should have this on my chart. After it hit 53.20, right? This is it right here. What did it do? This is this is what it did in the pre-market. Okay. 
after it hit 53.20, it couldn't do any better than 52 in a regular session, right? This is the regular session. And then I don't know when the halt was. Um, there was a halt in here somewhere. And then at the halt, I think it was like right in here, 10, 30, 11. So after the street told you that after it hit 53, they hated it. They told you they hated it from 40, uh, 52 to 48 and a half. Then it comes out of the halt and it goes up to 50. Yeah. And now makes a new low for the year. I mean, new low for the year. So my number for Twitter, 4440. That was your low, believe it or not, in January. That thing closed the year, I think. Uh, where did it end? I mean, this thing is down for the year in the greatest bull market of all time. It ended <laughs> last year at 4581, went to 80 and change. I don't know why. And now you get, if you're getting a reset on the yearly low, I'd keep an eye on uh, 4440. Seriously, end of February, early March was the top for damn near everything. You know, a lot of stocks topped out. It, it, it was it was euphoric. Which was it? Was it a pins? The pins? Yeah, pins. Joel, a lot of them. It basically, if you have a stock that is not currently at or near all time highs, chances are it topped out in in February or March of of, of this year. It was just it, that was the topping event. For all these growth things, crazy for Kathy, for all of it. Um, ARKK, yeah. Uh, Steph T is saying, you know, uh, she's down 15%. You know, Steph T, we, we can't tell you what to do with your Twitter or anything for that matter. Um, I would just say, in the grand scheme of things, 15% is, you know, not that, not that bad. I don't know how much pain you can take. If you can take more pain or if you can't take more pain, only you can answer that question. Um, Dennis, you know, has survived by cutting his losers. Uh, Joel and Joel too. I've survived by being diversified. So 15% doesn't kill me. Um, but you know, we can't tell you what to do. I hope though you, if you don't know your risk tolerance, then, then you're flirting with disaster. Is, is, is how, how about Jumia? I used to call it Jumia. Yeah. Jumia, Jumia. I mean, Holy cow! I, we we had them on the show back in like May or June, and gosh, that was that was a hundred percent ago, or more. I mean, it's been a disaster. It's been a disaster for all these growth names. Um, so I yeah, I don't really know what to, what to tell you. Um, yeah, we don't. Yeah, yeah. It's just please yeah. consult your own investment advisor. And if you don't, if if you if you if you're like waiting for someone to tell you what to do, then you're gonna. There are people out there that will tell you what to do. There are people out there that will tell you buy this now, sell that now. Um, that will only get you so far. It's like it's like you know, feed a man a fish. Wait, what? What? what wait, what is it? No, wait, catch him. Catch him. Catch him. <laughs> Catch a man. If you, if you, if I it? believe Spencer, you're getting as senile as me. If you give a man give a, a fish, give a man a fish. Thank you. He, he can eat for a day. If you give a man to teach him how to fish, teach him how to fish. He can teach live how to ever. And that's what we're going to do on December 11th at 9 a.m. to 12. He does want to do that extra half hour because yeah. he could just talk for three and a half hours, but. 
That's what we're going to do. Now, you know, a little bit different than the other ones. We're going to talk about uh, tape reading and order execution, kind of the old arts of uh, of trading and surviving right. in the markets. But, I, all right, what do we got, Spence? I, and I, I just butchered that, but I did put the link in the uh, thank you in the chat, and I pinned it to the top. So check it out, premarketprep.com. Someone wants um, a dad saying they haven't yeah, been yeah, very yeah, good. They haven't good. been very good lately. They haven't been good. No, let me oh, no. see. I still got a lot of them. All you're right. not gonna. I can tell you're not gonna like this one. Uh, dads love pretending they can't see you if you're wearing camouflage. Nah, no. Nah. And then the one for today. Dads love saying that's how they get you after declining yes. additional warranty protection. Yes, yes, yes. I say that all the time. I say that's how they get you all the time. I'm not even a dad. Anyway. <laughs> All right, let's let's do some stocks. I know I asked for a few earlier, so drop your tickers in the chat. We will take a look, give you our thoughts on things. Um, ba, 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 ba. you want to you want to look at Baba? I mean, no. Okay, uh, hey, it's up, it's up this morning. Oh, there is that. Uh, it's up a buck sixty three. Yeah. I I tell you, I mean, you talk about instincts. I mean, Dennis dumped half his position at two twenty. And he got absolutely ridiculed in the chat for it. Then he dumped his other half on this day at like 146, 147, right near the open. And now it's down another. I, I don't know what to say. You know what? I'm going to go back. I'm going to go out on a limb here. Uh-huh. And I'm going to say this 130, if you want to risk, and I'm not, I, I don't know if I'm going to do it, but if you want to risk $15, you want to buy this at one thirty. You want to risk it down to one fifteen. Now, uh, maybe not. Maybe ten dollars. If you want to go, if you want to risk ten bucks, buy it here at one thirty. Get stopped out at one twenty. I think you can see one forty. And then the only reason I'm saying that is because I know there's a gap that I was waiting to get filled in this thing, and it's going back to two thousand. Let's let me see. I know it's in here. Because I I remember just like I need to cancel my Tesla order at forty pre-split, um, man. I think this kept up bumping up against forty, bumping up against forty, bumping up against forty. Huh? What is this going back to? Uh, Baba Daily. The, what is this day here? I'm gonna find this gap. This is 2020. Oh, that's when it was still in the 200s. Hold on one second. Let me go a little bit. Let me. I know this was, um, I think this was, all right, we'll go back five years. Oh. Wow, uh, five years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Baba was 50, $60. No, I'm getting close to it. Come on, where's, where is it? Oh, could this be it right here? Nope, it was lower than that. Wait, I'm gonna find this because I keep saying I keep talking. Here it is. Okay. Nope, that's lower than that. Oh, maybe maybe that was the one I was thinking of. I thought it was closer to like one one twenty, but nope, that must have been it. It must have been this gap back over here. And that was at one thirty, one one thirty, one thirty five. So, anyways, that's just a feel. That's a hunch. It's not investment advice. Uh, I, I got one, Joel. Can you look at Riot, please? We're going to have the CEO of Riot Block, really? Jason Less, on Benzing Alive today at 12.15 Eastern Time. Uh, so tell me what you think of Riot here. Riot Blockchain? Riot Blockchain. 
Um, they're not the one that got all the SEC trouble, or that got that was Mara, right? Um, all the SEC trouble is is not like it's not exactly what what it is. You're right; it, it was Mara, but it's they just got an inquiry. It's not as if like the SEC is like banging down their doors or anything. It's but yes, it was a different company. I mean, this has gotten beaten up with Bitcoin a little bit. I'm going to take Bitcoin out of the picture. That's in a trading range between 55 and 60. We'll see if that holds. Uh, this got back half of the move, right? And it's hanging in there, 38.34. I would say if it could hang in here a couple more days and Bitcoin doesn't get killed, then you could start to work your way up into this area, right? Uh, 41.08 fills the gap and then... You had uh, the recent high. That's not the all-time high. The recent high, 46.28. So best case scenario, um, you know, it gets back, holds 38.50 for a couple days, consolidates, and then makes another move higher. And also keeping your eye on Bitcoin. I just got a correction on Twitter. Apparently, I'm saying the plural of index wrong. It's indices. Sorry. Oh, there, there's yeah, there's uh, professors. There's our professors in did I say Did I say indexes? Okay, indices. Wait, so is a singular indice? Is a singular of indices indice? Riddle riddle me that, Batman. Let's move on here. Bunch of tickers in the chat. A few people asking, dropping some retailers in there. Did you see Best Buy, Joel? I mean, oh my goodness, Best Buy. What a run it had. It's gone. It's all gone. All his gains from that run, gone. Yeah, coming back. I mean, do you want, are you going to wait for a hundred bucks? You know, the, this low actually 95, 93. And then actually those lows are above a hundred. Is that right? No. I mean, if you really want to be patient, wait between, you know, 95 and a hundred, or at least wait for it to stop going down and put in a double or triple bottom. Uh, you know, they came out and they told you, I mean, that, here's one thing about these retailers. And I, and I know Best Buy did this. And um, Dix did this, mm. you know, they came out with the good quarters and they said, hey, you know, we don't know about Q4, right? So what they do is they give you conservative guidance, right? It's very easy to be conservative guidance. Now, the street is taking their word for it and pounding it. Uh, but you got monthly support 95 to 100. If you're, I mean, it's five bucks off the low. I see that hit, or uh, no, wait, what was the low yesterday? No, it's not five bucks off the low, it's that retracement level I had at 103.10. Uh, 106.27, you know, if it holds in there a couple more days, close right near the low, you'll probably find buyers here a little bit on the pullback, but uh. Pullback, couple lows in the same area, a couple days of consolidation, and maybe a turnaround. Longer term, though, I'm looking at um, you know uh, 95 to 100. Uh, I and then I forgot to mention uh, Build a Bear had earnings also this morning or overnight. Uh, I did walk past the Build a Bear workshop uh, in the mall on Friday, and it was uh, shall we say not crowded. I don't uh, know. That's that's my own personal channel check. You know, uh, you spiked over 20. Uh, I believe this is probably off the print. 104,000 have traded. Uh, is this seller still here in 19? That's the only question you have to ask yourself. 1912, 1927. You get through that. Maybe you make a run at 20. If not, I would look from back and fill. Uh, the top of yesterday's range, 1721. Oh, you're not too far away from that. Uh, 
They don't want to see this thing go red here. Two closes, 1702, 1706. Uh, if you do go red on this and a pair of lows, uh, let's call it uh, 1637 splits the lows from the last two sessions. All right, it's 8.58. We've got time for like one more, and we'll do bah, 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 bah. let's find one that is not that is not a usual um uh not a frequent flyer. Oh, actually here, you know what? This is interesting. Do you want to look at eBay? Let's look at eBay because because loco trader says eBay is at the 200 day moving average on the daily chart. Uh, you know, obviously it had a rough couple of days here. Um, but how is is it, was there any news on eBay? Is is there, or did it just move with the overall market? I think it just moved with the overall. Uh, full full disclosure: I've never made one trade. I've never made one investment. Yeah. I don't think I've ever talked to anybody about the two hundred day moving average. Okay. So, um, it made a low yesterday. I like what it. I don't like is it took out the low from last month. Now we're starting, uh, you know, a new month here. Uh, so if it can retake the low from last month at 68.28 on a closing basis, then yeah, I like it. Um, but if you want to go on the uh, on the old um, red candle, green candle, red candle, green candle, red candle theory, yes. which is probably one of the weakest ones in the book. I love it. Then you can go on that one. I but I don't it. like that it took out the low for the month. You should. I, I love the theory that goes buy stock on like, uh, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, sell it on Tuesday, Thursday. And then- I will say Etsy could have a a big Q4. Oh, you know why? Yeah, because it- Lisa decided to buy um, gifts for uh, the girls. I don't know. She's in a holiday spirit this year. The girls and Garrett decided to buy him a gift for every day of Hanukkah. That's a lot of gifts. Eight, yeah. So right there, that's 24 gifts, right? And all as I know is there a lot of custom gifts. And I hope Garrett's friend that's listening to the show doesn't tell him, but she got him a pair of socks. No, a pair of pajama pants mm-hmm. with a picture of his cat on it. Now, I, how much that cost on Etsy, I don't even want to look at it, but know. I'm sure it wasn't cheap. So for the custom gifts, uh, Etsy, look, just based on what Lisa's spending, looking for a good Q4. Uh, from a technical perspective, uh, support, well, I took out the 275, 273.97 is just the undercut of these lows. If not, you're probably looking at 270 and change. All right, it is 9.01 again. Oh, I got to hop. I've been here too long. I'll let oh you guys go. Oh, my God. Mind blown. Uh, wow, and he really is gone. Okay, that's all right, because uh, I put the link again in, uh, pinned to the top of our chat, also in the description to uh, sign up for the last pre-market prep special event of the year. It's December 11th, so it's uh, not this Saturday, but the one after that, uh, 9 a.m. Eastern time until 12.30 um, you know, $99.99 uh, is what it costs. Use the code BZ10 to get 10% off. Um, and again, links abound. Um, thanks to all of you for hanging out today. Uh, please remember all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes, not for investing or trading advice. I'm going to wrap here, hop off the stream. Live trading with Benzinga, Mitch, Ryan, Junaid, starting at 9.05. This video will end redirect to that. I will catch you guys later. Everyone uh, have a good day today. Stay green. Yesterday was tough. Let's hope today is a little bit better. We can all make some money. 
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.